Welcome back to the OU Shnai Mikra series and our study of Parsha Pekudai. This is Menachem Niftag, and in today's show we study Sheni, the second Aliyah. We begin in Perak Lamatet, chapter 39, Pasuk Bet, verse 2. In today's Aliyah we discuss two of the garments of the Kohen Gadol, the Ephod and the Choshen. First we describe the Ephod. It was made not only with the regular materials here woven together with these threads will also be gold how are you going to take gold and weave it into these fabrics so what they did is they took a sheet of gold and they hit it many times with a hammer to make the gold very thin afterwards they were able to cut from this very thin gold fine strips then they were able to weave these fine strips of gold into the various threads and material. All this was woven in in making the ephod. The ephod also had shoulder straps and these shoulder straps were sewn onto the two corners. The ephod also had a belt and this belt that was attached with the ephod was also made from the same materials, Zahab Tchelet Bargaman Betolat Shani Veshesh Mazar, Kasher Tziva Adonait Moshe, just as God had commanded Moshe, that's referring to the commandment that was already studied in Parshat Tetzaveh. If you want finer detail on these topics, please study Parshat Tetzaveh, the first, second, and third Aliyah. There you'll find a very clear explanation of the fine detail of all these garments. In today's show, we're going to study again the thematic implication of these begadim and not go into the detail of their construction. Pasik Vav, Vayasuat Avneha Shoham, Musabot Mishpatsot Zahav, they also made as part of the ephod on the shoulder straps two stones that were set on top of the shoulder straps called Avne Shoham, Mufutachot Pituche Chotam Al Shmot Bnei Israel. And on these stones we wrote down the names of the twelve tribes of Israel, six on one stone and six on the other stone. These stones were placed on the shoulder strap holding up the ephod. These stones will be a zikaron, a remembrance for Bnei Israel, in order that God should remember the tribes of Israel. Just as God had commanded Moshe back in Parshat Tetzaveh. Soon we're going to read about the Choshen in the next set of Psukim. But both the Choshen, which is the breastplate, which will be now attached to the ephod, and on the ephod itself, we find the inscription of the 12 tribes of Israel. However, on the ephod, on the shoulder straps, we find all the tribes written down on the exact same stones. In other words, on two Avme Shoham, but both the exact same type of stone, we have written all the names of the 12 tribes together, six on each side. But on the Hoshen, we're going to find the 12 tribes of Israel written down, and each tribe is going to have his own special stone. There'll be 12 different precious stones. We'll get the list of them very soon. And each stone has inscribed on it the name of one of the tribes. These 12 stones with the names of the 12 tribes will be the focal point and the center of the breastplate which is being attached to the ephod. One could suggest that there's significance to these two different types of inscription of the stones. If we're a nation representing God, why would it not be enough simply to be one tribe? If unity is so important, why is there a need to have 12 different tribes? And 12 different tribes doesn't seem to be a mistake or an accident. It seems to be that this was part of God's original plan. God wanted there to be 12 tribes in the nation of Israel. 
One of the messages of this nation representing God is that even though there are 70 nations, in other words, even though there's plurality in the nations of mankind, and every nation has its flag and its outlook on life and its culture, and there's nothing wrong with different nations having different identities and each one finding different values in life and society, there should be some common thread that unites all these nations together. Hopefully, this will be the recognition of God. If Amisar was supposed to be a model for universal behavior, if we as a nation can have 12 different tribes, each one with its own flag, each one with its own symbol, each one with its own hashkafa and a certain special way of life, but even though each tribe is different, they can still encamp around the Mishkan and they can have a common goal and work together in following God and developing a nation that will make His name known, then our behavior among ourselves in working together as 12 tribes, showing unity of purpose, even though there's plurality, this can be a model that other nations can learn from. The idea that every Shevet has its own stone and can shine in its own special way, but nonetheless they're in the framework and the misgeret of the Choshen, as we'll see as we continue in our study of the Aliyah, it could be that this imagery, which is reflected in the garments of the Kohen Gadol, may represent a very basic idea about the nature, not only of our relationship with God, but also our relationship with one another, the need to appreciate different ways of life and different outlooks on life, but yet having the ability to work together and join in a common goal towards the sanctification of God's name. So let's read now the technical details of the Choshen. Again, the full explanation was already recorded in our study of Parshat Tetzaveh. Perek Lametet Pasachet Vayaset HaChoshen Masei Choshev Kumasei Efod The Choshen was made in a similar manner to the Efod from the same materials with gold woven in to the different fabric. Zahav Tchelet Vargaman Vetolat Shani V'Shesh Moshlat Ruvua Haya Kafur It was square in size folded over Asuat HaChoshen Zeret Oko V'Zeret Rochbo Kafur a zeret in length, and after folded over, a zeret in width. Pasuk Yod, Vaymalu vo arbat turei aven, they filled in to this breastplate four rows of stone. There'll be three columns and four rows. One of these rows had the stones of Odem, Pita, and Barakat. Vatura sheni nofech sapir ve'alom, the second row, nofech sapir ne'alom, three other precious stones. Vatura shlishi leshem shvo v'achlama, these twelve stones were set in four rows, and these stones filled in into this framework of the Choshen. These twelve stones corresponded to the twelve tribes of Israel, each one by its name. Each name for each tribe was inscribed on each of the stones. Now in order to attach this breastplate to the Choshen, they made gold cables, braided like cords, and they were attached to the Choshen. Now they made two gold settings and two gold rings, and they placed the two rings onto the Choshen's upper corners. The two gold braids were then attached to the two rings on the corners of the Choshen. In other words, these golden braids were used to attach the Choshen to the Ephod. They made two gold 
וישימו על שני כסות החושן, על שפתו, אשר על עבר העיפות ביתה. Next they made two gold rings and placed them on the Choshen's two lower corners, on the edge towards the inside of the ephod. Pasachav, ויעשו שתי טבעות זהב ויתנום על שתי כתבות האפוד מלמטה, ממו פניו, לעומת מחברתו, ממעל לחשב האפוד. Then they made two gold rings and placed them on the bottom of the ephod's two shoulder pieces. This was above the belt of the ephod. And finally, Pasachav Aleph, ויקסו את החושן מטבעותיו, אל טבעות האפוד בפתיעות חלת, להיות החשב האפוד, ולא יזך החושן מעל האפוד, כאשר ציווה אדוני את משה, they laced the breastplate by its rings, attaching it to the rings of the ephod with this piece of tchelet, and this way the choshen would remain above the belt, and it wouldn't move, and it stood secure as it was worn by the Kohen Gadol as part of his priestly garments. This was the centerpiece, the Kohen Gadol representing the 12 tribes of Israel as they stand before God, just like they stood before God at Har Sinai, Now each stone represents the twelve tribes as the Kohen Gadol stands before God in the Beit HaMikdash. Recall also at Mamad Har Sinai, not only do we have a Mizbech at the bottom of the mountain where we brought Olot and Shlamim, we also had twelve Matzevot for the twelve tribes of Israel. A Matzeva is a stone pillar representing our connection to God. If we continue our parallel between the Mishkan and Mamad Har Sinai, one could view that these twelve stones representing the twelve tribes of Israel reflect the 12 matzevot that we found in Perach Avdalad, in the end of Parsha Mishpatim, when Moshe, when he built his Mizbeach, also erected 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of Israel. In tomorrow's shir, when we study Shlishi, we'll continue with the additional priestly garments when we study the Il, the Ketonet, and the Tzitz.